Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Well, take your seat, please. Welcome into God's presence this morning. And for those join me in welcoming those that watch online and on TV. Uh, if you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, stop by and thank you for all those reaching out from the TV broadcast as well. All the good testimonies and reports, it's truly appreciated. Amen. Um, we have been talking about wisdom, to know wisdom from Proverbs chapter 1. And then, in receive, three, to receive instructions, and then four, to give. So if you're asking Solomon, why did you write this letter or this book? Uh, he will tell you that that's the reason. And then from James chapter 3, from verse 13 to 18, we also discovered that there are four kinds of wisdom. One is earthly wisdom, common sense. Everybody that comes into the head uh, is common to all of us. A baby, when they start walking, they don't... Start go, they don't walk backwards, they walk forward. That is common to all of us. So, and then we talked about the fact that you cannot just live your life by walking by common sense. Then the second one that he talks about in that, in there as well is intellectual wisdom. Wisdom that you get from, in, from going to school and all that. Uh, and it's, it can only take you to some extent. But it, it can only take you so far. And then the third one is devilish wisdom. He talks about that there as well. I'm just recapping and then we'll continue. And that is the wisdom of witches, the devil's wisdom. And in 1 Corinthians, he talks about the fact that uh, God, God hid even the plan of redemption from them. Had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And, and that's not the wisdom you want to live by. Then the fourth one he talks about is the wisdom of God, which the Bible says that wisdom is above all. And that is the wisdom that you need to be able to make it in these days and times and all throughout your life. If you think about Solomon, when he was walking with God, he was doing all right. And when he left God, he didn't turn out so good. And he, is the, he wrote so many proverbs. He may not have taken an education like we have, but he, the wisdom that the man walked in, the Bible says that every, I mean, people came from different nations to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may the wisdom of God distinguish you as well in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And then when you get to Proverbs chapter 2, we cannot go through all of them, but we're going through some highlights. When you get to Proverbs chapter 2 from verse 1 to 7, you realize that wisdom is, is not something that you get easily. You have to press in for it. But thank God, the wisdom of God has been made available to each and every one of us if you are a child of God. I like how he puts Proverbs chapter 2, verse 7. He says, he hides away sound and godly wisdom and stores it for the righteous, those who are upright and in right standing with him. He says, shield to those who walk uprightly and integrity. He said that wisdom is stored for us. That means that you have to go and find it and find it and search for it. In verse one, he talks about the in chapter one, he talks about the fact that wisdom stands and is crying out, it's crying out, it's crying out. It stands at the gate. The wisdom of God is available for each and every one of us. And I pray in Jesus' name that all throughout this year, may you walk in wisdom in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. 
And now let's let's move a step further. Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 1. He says, let me read it from the New Living Translation. He says, My child, never forget the things that I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Three says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. He says, don't let loyalty and kindness leave you. Bind them upon around your tie it around your neck and write them deep within your heart loyalty and kindness and you see we live in a, in a society that is more contract minded than covenant minded god is a covenant god think about it before you and i got into the earth and even became saved God said in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 that he says I will never leave you nor forsake you God has already pre I mean planned what he is going to do and when before he got into this relationship with us he knew that it would be uh, I mean it might not be the smoothest of relationship but God goes from that standpoint and he says I'm all in he assumed the responsibility for you and I, our sin. Think about it. If God hadn't done anything, when Adam and Eve sinned, end of story. But God desperately wanted a family. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come and die for you and I. Even before you came on the scene. That is loyalty and that is God's love going the very limit for you and I. But you see, a contract mindset says, uh, in, I'm interested in this relationship, but I will only go to a certain extent. It's a superficial temporary relationship. I'm going to protect my rights and limit my responsibilities. The covenant person surrenders their rights and assumes responsibility. We have this situation where when it comes to marriage, uh, you want to go, who is going with a covenant mindset, wants to go the very limit. It's a life of faith because you are stepping into something that you don't know what is ahead, but you are saying no matter what is ahead, I am committed to you. We are in it together. When I got married to my wife, divorce is not an, was not an option. We, we talk, it's not an option. She grew up in a, in a single home. She said, this thing, I don't like it. So it's not an option. And I'm, for me, I am in it all the way. Thank God he, he blessed me with a wonderful wife. And so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> But the contract mindset says, look, this thing that we are, not go we are going into, I'm not sure uh, what is going to happen. So now we have pre-nuptial. Uh, this is what I'm bringing in. 
this is what you are bringing in and if it doesn't work out i'm taking mine out you take yours out see you later not god god loves you to the very limit you see even if you choose not to love god and to serve god you are the one that is going to lose out but god will not stop loving you that, 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 that is God. Or the other one will say, oh, let's just, let's just, um, I'm not sure when we get married, you as a lady can take care of me. So we are going to stay together and I'm going to try this thing out. And if it doesn't work, the latest model that comes into town, I'm going after that person. That is a contract mindset. The covenant person says, we are in this thing together. That is wisdom. He says, let loyalty and kindness never leave you. And that is the kind of person that David was. And notice this, in 2 Samuel chapter, chapter 9, notice this. This is David showing this love. Second Samuel chapter 9, notice this. The Bible says, now David said, is there still anyone who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. So when they had called him to David, the king said to him, are you Ziba? And he said, at your service. Then the king said, is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, there is still a son of Jonathan who is lame in his feet so the king said to him where is he and Ziba said to the king indeed he is in the house of Masha the son of Emiel in Lodiba then the king David sent and brought him out of the house of Masha the son of Emiel from Lodiba now when Mephibosheth the son of Jonathan the son of Saul had come to David he fell on his face and prostrated himself then David said Mephibosheth and he answered here is your servant so David said to him do not fear for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan your father's sake and will restore to you all the land of Saul your grandfather and you shall eat bread at my table continually. That is the covenant mindset. That is wisdom. There are not every person will have said look we made a covenant. David and Jonathan had made a covenant but do you remember what your father Saul did to me? He chased me around and wanted to kill me. So if his Jonathan is gone and Saul is gone, that's over. Forget about all that we said. It doesn't, it doesn't count. But not David. Is there anyone that I may show loving kindness? He said, that is covenant love. I may show kindness too. This affects our relationship so much. I am I'm going to go all out for you. He didn't say, oh, that is the end of this thing. He was acting like God. Is there anyone? Is there anyone? Is there anyone? Is there anyone? God looks at throughout the earth for that quality. He said, you are going to eat at my table continually. It, Mephibosheth has not done anything. Oh, he's just receiving from what Jonathan did. And that is God. He looks throughout the whole earth. 
He's looking for somebody who has a loyal heart to show himself strong on their behalf. Notice 2 Chronicles chapter, chapter 16 verse 9. Thank you Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. He says for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. If God is looking throughout the earth for people whose hearts are loyal to him, he says, let loyalty and kindness never leave you. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God find you. I said, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God find you. If God is looking for a person, oh, who loves God, desires to do the will of God, desires to love God and serve other people, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God find you. God wants to shower his blessing on our lives. He's always looking for somebody like David. And it's not because of what you have done. It's because of what Jesus has done. And sometimes it's difficult for us to receive. When we get to the place where we say we love you, Lord, and we are serving you, it's because of his love, overwhelming love, that he has overwhelmed us with. We just return it back to him. I pray in the name of Jesus, may loyalty and kindness not leave you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's keep going. So he goes on to say, we are just going through the highlights here. He says in verse 5, Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And you see, when we talk about loyalty also, sometimes a couple, can, somebody can, married people can come together and say we are going to be loyal and faithful to God. It works in the reverse as well. Sometimes people can come together and they can come together to do, not do the right thing. And there are consequences as well. Ananias and Sapphira, Sapphira came together then they were loyal for the wrong reasons. May you not be on the wrong side. <laughs> May you always be on the right side. Amen. <laughs> so he goes on to say, that trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Notice this phrase, he shall direct your path. Directing your path is different from directing you. They are two different things. Sometimes the path that you are thinking and you are leaning on your own understanding to go in and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. This is the path that I want to go in. And for some reason, that door may not open. And when you look back and you look at the other door that opened that you entered in, you say, thank you, Lord, you are directing my path. If I had gone down this path, it would have been the wrong path. Thank God this path was closed. Because so many times when you lean on your own understanding, this is the way you want to go. This is the way you want to happen. This is the path that you want to go. But I pray in the name of Jesus. You just keep praying. You just acknowledging him and he will direct your path. He's a faithful God. Every step, every step of the way, he will direct your path. May you not miss your steps in Jesus' name. 
Yeah, I mean, I look back, there are some decisions that I was struggling, pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. That door closed, this one opened, and I entered in. When I wanted to do my undergraduate degree in Australia, I had everything ready. But for some reason, there was one last step, and that did not happen. So I decided to do my undergraduate degree in, in Ghana. And now that I look back, if I had taken that step, I won't be standing here. Thank you, Lord. I didn't go to Australia that time I wanted to. <laughs> I went into college, got into a good church, was pastoring, doing church work, and through that I met my wife and all the other good things that have happened. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> He will direct your path. May God direct your path as you acknowledge him in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Then when you get to verse 9, let's jump there real quick. He says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of your increase. So your bonds will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Worship me with your substance. Worship me with your very best. God wants us to honor him. Respect. And you see, uh, when you talk about honoring, honoring God, you see, God is not looking for what to eat. <laughs> He's doing very well. Heaven is a good place. You see, when we honor, we do it because it's the right thing to do. And you see, when you talk about honoring Lord, the God with our substance, you see, for instance, uh, in sports, let's say a quarterback, for them to make it to the Hall of Fame, it's based not on just one touchdown that they did. No, no, no. It's based on consistently the stats and the numbers that they've put on the board. So you see, it's wisdom. Solomon is telling us it's, it's wisdom to honor God. Look, if you look at the track record of people who honor God with their first and their very best, over a long period of time, there is a difference. If you don't know, check up on the history of the Jews. And over a period of time, if, even here in America, they are not the majority of people, but those people are very loaded. <laughs> they did a research and they discovered that According to the research that came out, the top six banks in America, I mean, now Chase Manhattan and J.P. Morgan have, have joined, Bank of America are all Jewish-based. Major investment banks on Wall Street, Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, and First Boston are all Jewish-based. Then you go into the, into the media arena, Medoc, global, global media. Mongol, Washington Post, and Time are all run by the Jews. The same is true with the film industry. Paramount, MGM, Warner, Fox, Universal, Columbia, they belong to that Jewish circle. 20% of Nobel Prize winners are Jewish. So when Solomon is saying, honor the Lord with your first substance, look, it was here before you and I got here. These people know what they are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and you see we honor God not because he needs anything from us no 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 
we thank God Pastor Jim is here. We honor pastors not because they need anything from us. No. Recently, I called my pastor. He was, he said, he's now a retired Assemblies of God pastor. He said in the same spot for over 40 years, started the church from the ground up. Same for Pastor Jim. He said and went in this city to, to serve the Lord. When I called him, he was so excited, like he has gone to heaven and come back. <laughs> and he's he, true pastor. He could remember my name, the names of my siblings. He said, where is this person? Where is this person? Where is this person? Where is this person? The same spot. I'm like, thank God. This, he, you see, pastor, Jesus describes them. I'm, now that I'm on this side, I understand exactly. The Bible describes pastors, Jesus describes them in revelations as stars. I'm like, this is a true star. When I, when I blessed it, when I did, you see, sometimes when God is blessing us, I have to tell you some of the things I do. When I bless, it's not because he needs anything. No, 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 no. I, I remember... The fact that I was in the church, I got saved in the church, I got spirit filled in the church, and the blessing it was to me, my life, that's all. Honor the Lord. My Lord and my God. <laughs> when, and he says, as you honor God, you will walk in overflowing blessings. It respect is getting out of out of our of our system. It shouldn't. We honor for a reason because of God, because God of who He is to us. When we are honoring Him, we are saying that look, everything that we have came from you. How many of us came into this world with anything? Nothing. The job that I have, Lord, it came from you. The blessing that you've blessed me with, it came from you. And out of that, I honor you and respect you because of what you've done for me. Honor the Lord. These are wise things. If you want to go very far in life, please. <laughs> honor. Honor. Respect. It goes a long way. It's, it's a wise thing. And you see, be consistent in your work with God. It pays off. Honor the Lord. And honor his ministers. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, my Lord and my God. He's reaping the fruit of his labor. His response was, you are a true son. And he got so excited. He was so excited. I, have to, I, kept, I have to call him. I have to talk to him. You see, God sits in heaven. Like I said, God is doing all right. He will just watch and see how we respond to him. But when you get to that place where you say, oh, Lord, my Lord and my God, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all that you've done and continue to do. Proverbs chapter 1, we, we looked at it last week. It says, a wise person would hear 
and increased learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. A wise person will hear and increase learning. Is a wise person will hear and increase learning. When I hear that 90% of pastors in the world are serving only 8% of the of the world's population or people that need it, somebody will hear it doesn't mean anything to them. I hear it, it means something to me. That means I have a job from now till, it's not a job to me. I can serve people from now till, till Jesus Christ comes <laughs> and get people trained. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, uh, may honor never cease from your life. May your love for God, he says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That is where it starts. Lord, I reverence you. Lord, you are first in my life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you are the one that I depend on. Wisdom. This year, you will walk in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said this year, you will walk in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This year, you will walk in wisdom. The kind of wisdom that distinguished Solomon in his day. The kind of wisdom that distinguished Joseph in his day. The kind of wisdom that distinguished Daniel in his day. They will come and look for you. Sometimes you are, when you are at work and questions come up, they will say, let's go and ask this person. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may the wisdom of God distinguish you in Jesus' mighty name. May the wisdom of God make a life in your, make a difference in your marriage. May the wisdom of God make a difference in your life choices. May the wisdom of God make a difference in the decisions that you make. <laughs> my Lord and my God. You see, when you walk in wisdom, it will solve a lot of problems. Your, your, your steps will be guided by the Lord. Someone will say, oh, there are exceptions, but, but someone will say, oh, you don't know my wife. There is no way you can love this person. Then the other person also says, you don't know my husband. There is no way I can submit to this person. But the wisdom of God says, husbands love your wife, wives submit to your husband. If he works in the ideal scenario, that home will look like heaven on earth. But you see, mar marriage is work. You have to work on it. <laughs> my Lord, oh my God. I see you working in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He was saying in Malachi chapter 3, uh, in, in, in Psalm 50, he says, If I were hungry, I wouldn't have come to ask you. No, no, no. The cattle on the thousand hills, they belong to me. Then he says in, in, in the book of Malachi, he says that, Look, uh, why do you bring me the worst of your sacrifice? Blind animal, different things. Go and give it to your governor and see if he'll accept it or not. The, the goat that has been run over by a car. I'm going to take this to, to God because that's what, that's what God deserves. You should go and give it to him and see if you accept it or not. No. <laughs> he wouldn't do that in the natural. Why do, would he want to do it to God? 
And it's not, he's saying that it's not because I'm hungry. No, 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 no. If he's, he created everything, if he's hungry, he knows where to find food. <laughs> so you see how the wisdom of God can order your steps and change your life. You are getting ready to be married. And all, all the, we've been talking about Jezebel's spirit, Absalom's spirit, all these kind of different hindering spirits. And you are seeing some red signs. And you keep pushing ahead and you are saying that when we marry, he will change. Or she will change. Not, not happening. <laughs> it will take the grace of God. I pray in Jesus' name. From today, may you walk in wisdom in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You are about to make a business deal. All the things point to the fact that this is a bad deal. God is leading you in your heart. And you are saying, oh, I mean, it's, it, 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 let's, just, let's just sign everything and keep moving forward. No more bad decisions in Jesus' name. No more bad decisions in Jesus' name. We'll continue next week. We'll go to Proverbs chapter 4. God is trying to bring our attention this morning. He's trying to bring our attention to the fact that let's walk in the God kind of love. Loyalty, kindness. Now even the companies have loyalty cards. Be faithful to God. Serve God faithful. Be Serve God from the bottom of your heart. Lord, you are the reason that I live. And if you, are, if, you are, if, you are, if you are in a relationship, you are married, give it your all. Don't walk with a contract mindset. No, no, no. That's not the way God works. I love you to the very limits. I give you my all. I give you my best. God had only one son. And he gave him. You have only one life. May we yield it to the Lord. Let's pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's thank God for his word. Let's thank God for his mercy, his goodness, and his kindness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's talk to this. Let's pray a little bit and just say, Lord, help me to walk in wisdom. Every step of the way. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every step of the way. Help me to walk in wisdom, Lord. In that life choices, life decisions. Lord, raising kids, doing all these things, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody say amen. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 